Hello and welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm Ross Chevalier. When budgets get tight and you're looking for a new, different, potentially better sound, strings are a relatively inexpensive way to go. And as most of us don't change strings as often as we might, it's also a good thing regardless. The challenge I've been facing has been getting a good general tone out of my Fender basses, specifically a U.S. Ultra Precision 4-string and a U.S.-built Precision 5-string that's now, well, getting on to 15 years old. I love the basses. They play great, and fundamentally, they sound good. I like the snap and the growl of some round-wound strings, but I prefer the feel and the wider dynamic range that I'm getting from flat rounds. Round wounds also tend to be harder on softer frets, and they're hell on the fingerboards of fretless basses. So, as I was doing some research into alternates, I discovered tape-wound bass strings. They're new, to me, been in the marketplace for a really long time. A tape-wound string is a string wrapped in a tape, typically made out of nylon, that makes the string very smooth under the fingertips that offers the dynamic range of a flat wound, but in my still limited testing, doesn't eliminate that treble punch if you want that sound out of your bass guitar. Since I'm naturally skeptical of marketing and frankly, a lot of reviews, I decided to do some wide ranging research and I expect it to be led to the usual suspect of Diodario. I also checked with Kurt Mangan, from whom I buy my guitar strings, and while he does excellent bass strings that, in fact, I use on basses, eh, tape wound's not in his option list at this point. And it's not in the option list of many others, apparently. Diodario does offer tape wounds, and for availability reasons, that's what I ordered for the five string. They still haven't arrived. For the four-string, however, I found that in my research, the most liked by bassists were the Labella Deep Talkin' bass strings. So that's what I ordered. When I first started playing guitar back in the early 70s, Labella strings were the most available brand where I lived. At that time, they were made in Italy, but the current bass strings are made in the USA. Under the tape winding is a silk wrap that goes over the steel. Apparently, tape wound strings will unravel or break if you try to cut the tape portion or wind on the tape wrapped portion. And this is where I learned my first lesson. Unlike steel, nickel, nickel over steel, where you cut the string down to a length not needing a lot of winds on the post that isn't going to work for these strings that I bought. The silk underwrap is slippery, and to my chagrin, the G-string that I normally trim about an inch and a half to two inches past the post wouldn't stay on the post as I tried to tune it up. No matter what I did, it just wouldn't work, and so I ended up with a three-string bass. Not quite what I was looking for. So I went online again and ordered another full set, thinking that worst case, I'd have spares for E, A, and D. 
which is really where I tend to be playing the bass mostly. I'm a pretty limited bass player, I admit that. The new G string went on untrimmed, and while there are now more winds than I'm used to on the tuning post, the string fits and plays as expected. And then I stepped back and the color looked different. Uh-oh, Shaggy, what happened? Well, foolish me, I just went online and ordered a set of balanced labella tape-wound strings. The first set I ordered were gold, white, nylon tape. So were the second set. However, the vendor sent me a set of copper, white, nylon tape. Same strings, just a different color, white nylon. At least I didn't really mess up and order the black nylon tape. I had no idea that bass strings come in different colors, and I was wrong. Apparently, many string brands for bass come in different colors, and the DR company even has fluorescent bass strings. News to me, and I haven't got the flash, or the skill, of Bootsy Collins, so fluorescent isn't going to be my thing. Now, I don't even know if, in fact, Mr. Collins ever used such a thing. Labella strings are delivered with balanced tension. And I ordered the light gauge set, which is 50s, 65, 85, and 105. And that's very similar to my prior round wound buys and flat wound buys of 45 to 100. I've done more than enough testing in the studio to have determined that for me, I lose nothing but pain when I go to lighter weight strings. The most important thing, of course, is how they play and how they sound. I have no talent when it comes to slapping and popping. I'm really a pretty staid bassist, I guess, such technique as I have being all finger-based. I don't use picks, and I'm using three fingers and the thumb for most everything I play. None of my basses have rests mounted, so I just sort of learn through doing. I've never even had a professional lesson, and really... I need one. All that said, I love the tone from these tape-wound strings. They have the punch and even the twang potential of round-wounds, but also have the smooth feel and warmth of flat-wounds in a single-string type. As I noted, I'm still waiting on the set for the five-string, but I have to tell you, I'm thrilled with the sound from the LaBella four-string set. I've played that bass through a Fender Solid State Baseman, an Ampeg CL100, my Trainer Solid State High Power Output Amp, and also into the computer directly using my Neural Dark Glass Amp Sim. I'm really impressed with the range of tone availability out of the single instrument. Now the US Ultra is what they call the Precision Jazz Layout. It's got the regular pair of precision noiseless pickups and a jazz noiseless near the bridge. This makes this instrument an incredibly versatile tone machine regardless. It can also be run either pa active or passive. I tend to play in passive mode most of the time because I like the sound that way. I even tried it playing through my EBS Microbase 3 into an FRFR cabinet. I can keep that tuned down pretty low, and it's nice for noodling and just hacking around in that kind of use case. I have to tell you, I really prefer the sound of the tape wounds over everything else, 
and massively so over the sound of the Fender roundwounds that had been on that particular instrument in the past. This is good for me because my calluses are built on lighter gauge guitar strings. So a long session of round-wound bass strings does result in some pain. I'm getting older, I don't need any more pain than I already have. These tape-wound strings do nothing of the kind in creating pain, and they're so finger-friendly. And of course, what matters most, they sound great, and thus I find myself playing a lot more. I'm looking forward to trying out the Diodario tape wounds on the five string when they arrive, and I'm going to order a couple more sets of four strings for my fretless, and haven't decided where the other set will go initially, either my Rickenbacker 4003 or my Fender Jazz Bass. Now I also learned that La Bella has tape wounds for a six string bass, and my sire Marcus Miller M7 six string it's going to be due for new strings in a few months, and I think I'm going to go that route. Now, do be aware that tape-wound strings are more expensive than general-use round-wounds. There are other providers, but I prefer to go with ones that bass players stood behind. And why pay more, or high import fees, for something you've never tried? I'm also looking forward to putting tape-wounds on my short scale court B4. Again, a huge pleasurable bass to play, and that shorter neck makes it a little convenient if I'm just hacking around. Looking forward to hear how that sounds with the Bartolini pickups that are in that instrument. Given the cost of instruments, amps, plugins, and pedals, and such, different string formulations are a pretty inexpensive way to try for a new sound and a new feel. I have inserted a short track of noodling, which is the Fender PJ going direct into a Focusrite DI, which then goes into Logic Pro. The main track has no effects on it, and there is a sidetrain bus track using the Focusrite Red 2 EQ and Red 3 compressor that gets mixed back in the end. The side chain only gets about a 50% feed, so its contribution is very subtle, and it doesn't detract from the sound of the strings at all. On that instrument, I've recorded it with both sets of pickups turned on, equally balanced between them, the tone control set flat, with the bass set in passive mode for those who are curious about that sort of thing. that you found this episode valuable. Thanks as always for listening. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of new content. Please leave a comment or send in a question. I read and respond to all. 
If you have not checked out the articles at thatguitarlover.com, please have a look. There's material there that just doesn't fit in a podcast. For the podcast at thatguitarlover.com, I'm Ross Chevalier, and I bid you peace.